bring it in. <laughs> if you don't know what we just did, you're gonna go have to go and you're gonna go and have to go <laughs> see our video on YouTube. Hey everybody, it's me, Steve. And it's me, Cass. And together we are Cass and Steve. I'm still trying to convince you to one day you will sing. Oh yeah. Stas and Keith. <laughs> I'll start transitioning with yeah. that one. Just like I'm transitioning to, <laughs> to a beer. <laughs> Do you want to know something I appreciate appreciate about you? The way you say YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> yeah. How is it? YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> it's YouTube. Like YouTube it. YouTube. YouTube it up. Anyway, this is the Fun Road Podcast, a podcast that gives you little tips and tricks to make your life happier, smarter, and to have a little bit more emotional mastery in your mm, life. Yeah, and today Management. we are here in New York City. <laughs> we're here for work. I mean, it's so much fun because every time we record a, a podcast, we're in another part of yeah. the world. Yeah. and. It makes me realize how fantastic it is, but it also makes me realize how many dangers there are around the corner because now we're... Oh my just... gosh, yeah. We're thinking, you know, we're walking around New York City. We went and got dinner and we were going to go and try and find some hand sanitizer. We'll get into that later. And, you know, the fear you always have is that you pass by somebody who's either intoxicated or yeah. not all there and that they... Go crazy on your on you. privacy. Yeah. Yep. And today they it did. Happened. We're walking down the street. <laughs> I see a guy who's, I don't know what he was on. A mixture of things. A mixture of a lot of things. Just standing on the side of the the, the road, path, the yeah. road. We have to pass him. And I just saw it happening. And Cass was just <laughs> talking. And the moment Cass passes him, he goes, Oh my god, it was And I screamed so loud. Then I was scared that he was gonna come after me. Cause I was a little bit distracted, which is the perfect scenario to scare me. Because I was looking because I saw this guy going down the stairs and it was from an adult video. <laughs> there was a big sign, so he's going down the stairs and he's kind of looking over his shoulder, like, I hope nobody saw me turn down here. And the second I'm telling you this story, oh my god. So this brings us actually to the subject of today, which is all about fear, stress, anxiety. What's the difference? How do you deal with it? Yeah. How do we deal with it? Because now we're also in a world where there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. We got the coronavirus, which is not the official name. The official name is? Something like bovine 19 coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. But... It's crazy how the whole yeah. world is just... In panic. Yeah, in panic. And it, it, not so so much because of what is happening with the virus, but more because we don't know what it is. Because, yeah. So it's not... The fear of the unknown. Yeah, the fear of the unknown, which makes us all be more anxious about it. But there is so much... I mean, if you're going to go that route, mm. that, where do you stop? At what point yeah, do you yeah, stop yeah, and you yeah. say, you know, the fear of the unknown, I was, I was talking with Bridget and Bridget is taking this very serious and, and she's like, I don't want you to travel. I'm scared. I don't want you to go anywhere. And I said, Bridget, I am not, no. I'm not worried no. and I don't feel unsafe. I'm not going to areas where I feel like it's unsafe. And, 
And I was kind of just giggling at at maybe the hysteria that she was starting yeah, to yeah, yeah. spin herself into. And she's like, you're not taking this serious enough. And I said, Bridget, there's such a difference of being aware and being yeah, worried yeah. and how you, how you, what emotions you give it or what power you give it in yeah. your life, because I can be aware of something, but I'm not going to give it my power. Yeah. And what would happen if you got the choice, you can have fear for it or be aware of it. Fear would be, okay, I am not going anywhere. I'm staying at home, downward cycle where yeah. it's very difficult to get out. And then everybody gets affected because your kids will get scared if they see that the parents are getting yeah. scared. Being aware of it, saying, okay, you you know, we know this is happening. What can we do to protect ourselves? Yeah. And that's what we're doing today. I mean, we're traveling, we're in airplanes. We make sure that our hygiene is... Yeah, I've never washed my hands more times yeah, than yeah, I do yeah, today. Yeah. But look, that's what they're saying now. Yeah. We, we got to do it. So we, we follow up on that. We use hand sanitizer. I mean, they tell us that the, the mouth mask doesn't really work unless you're actually the one who is carrying the virus, yeah. which is good. So if everybody would wear it, it would also be a solution. Yeah, that's true. Huh? <laughs> so the fear of... The, if, if we would choose to have live with fear, it would bring us nowhere. It can be so paralyzing. Yeah. That analysis paralysis with yeah, fear. Yeah, yeah, Because you really, you don't know one way or the other. Exactly, so, okay, exactly. so is it better to be preventative? Yeah. And say, okay, this is my, these are my options. If this, this is out there, this is the truth. These are the facts. Now, what do I want to do with it? Do I want to just take extra precautions mm. or do I want to, like you go to Costco and water is selling out. Like Costco is like a. It's where you buy things at an industrial yeah, size. Like yeah. you go to get toilet paper and you're definitely two hundred dollars later because it's like <laughs> fifty rolls. Got it. Got it. And um, and you know something that we've we've had for a while is we've had food storage. I mean, that's something that like our church has always been big on, like, make sure you have food storage, like be a self-sufficient person and be a yeah, self-sufficient yeah. house. Mm. Um, but we have these huge, like 50 gallon water jugs. Really? Yeah. Where are though? They, they, well, they were empty in the garage until oh, okay. yesterday. I told Brian, like, we have to put water in those. So they're just big 50 gallon, like tubs and, and they're full of water now yeah yeah we have water purifiers but yeah. but not in never in a place of fear no 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 but just being a, prepared yeah things can happen yeah. i mean things can happen with water or you Even never you never finances. know finances yeah yeah plenty yeah, of yeah. Friends exactly with exactly do you, do you know let's talk about one of the most frightening moments you ever had in your life and one of the frightening moments that i ever had in my life and it's actually something really stupid i remember as a kid i watched i need to know what year the movie it? no silence of the, silence lambs. Of the lambs came out so let me google that quickly i want to say 92 let's ask siri siri what year did Silence of the Lambs come out? Is that like a good question? Will yeah, you understand you... that? Yeah. I'm on it. We can tell. <laughs> he says, fast. I'm on it. One moment. One I mean, moment. How hard is it? You could have done a Google search <laughs> so much faster. Okay, let me do that by myself. Um, I used to have a huge... And I think that one of the reasons why I don't give in to fear now is I actually... Grew up with a lot of fear. 1991. 
Oh, I said 92. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I, I can't believe that. I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> but I, oh wait, go, go your silence of the lambs and I'll tell you my fear. So I was 16 years old. It's a little old to be scared. Mm-mm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I went to go, I mean, everybody's seen that movie. Yeah. That is the most, that is one of the most frightening creepy. movies ever. And I didn't even remember any much of the story. As a 16-year-old, that story doesn't really matter. Yeah. You're just shit scared in a movie, <laughs> just pretend, pretending you're, I'm doing fine. I don't I don't care about this. And I remember, I'm, we're, we're not supposed to go see that movie from my parents. Yeah, because you're under, you're 16 of years course. old. You're supposed to go in your 18, that's radar. Exactly. So we said we're going to another movie. Went to that movie anyway. I was shit scared. I will never forget it. And actually, that haunted me for months yeah but every night i saw him standing at the end of my bed in that overall <laughs> smiling at me coverall coverall overalls and we're like hey steve how you doing <laughs> could you help me with my tractor <laughs> could you help me eat this other person hey there's a lamb over here <laughs> i'd like you to silence it please <laughs> but you uh, you're thinking of coverall a coverall you know that blue that <laughs> yeah. blue coverall yeah and he's standing at the end of my bed and that i'm looking so at him scary. almost bald with that those eyes wide open and that uh, smile but Anthony no teeth Hopkins just was, a smile yeah yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was so scared, so much fear. So I to- I can't remember who I talked to about. I said, I can't get rid of that yeah, image. Yeah, I need to admit it. And they said, watch it again. I said, uh-uh. uh-huh. Watch it again and then look at him and then try to find if you can see because at that time YouTube was not so famous 91 yeah. you know it was difficult to find. There but wasn't no, YouTube at 91. But you could go on a computer and you can find stuff. So he said, research on that actor. Try to find normal pictures. Try to see if he's in an interview, the way he talks. Yeah. So you could take him out of that role yeah. of um, that, a Hannibal. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, yeah. No, a cannibal. Hannibal the cannibal. Yeah. <laughs> take him out of that role. And you can, and actually, that helped me. Yeah. And every time I see him play again, You humanize yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And this is something you need to do with fear. Yeah. You need to look at the other side of it and the human side of it. So, yeah. for example, that person today that was just ah, screaming at us, we almost need to think about him. Okay. Oh, he had no idea that I was even there. He was just, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably was, gone. Yeah. But, yeah, but what good would it be if I'm looking over my shoulder all the time? For yeah, and you now? think about it yeah. all the time now. So, yeah. So, I used to have a very... Uh, a couple of very irrational fears. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever admitted one of these to you. Oh my God. I'm ready. Ready. So I grew up um, kind of in an unstable home. And I remember there was one time I was home alone and my brother and I, we thought somebody was trying to break into the house and it was just kind of scary. And I thought that, I don't know if they were trying to sell us something, but in my brain at that time, they were trying to get into the house, which is very interesting because California, Northern California at that time was one of the most like dangerous places. Really? Yeah. Like, like North California. What, rapist, what is that? The Golden State Killer. That's like, uh, like the Bay Area, like San Francisco is in the North where yeah, yeah. LA is in the South. Got it. So we lived there and like, there was a girl who was, uh, kidnapped from our bus stop. Oh my God. Like, there was a lot of, there were scary things happening. And as a kid, you hear it and you can't, it's so 
it's so scary. So anyway, I, uh, I checked under my bed for years and years and years. I then started checking the locks on the window. Yeah, in hotels, they never have it big enough for somebody. Believe me, <laughs> I know. Then I started checking the locks on the window. And it wasn't, an, and I would do it like three or four times. I would go down in the basement and check really? the windows. And I'm like, I got to go check the windows. And Brian's like, you already checked the windows. And it became a very OCD thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then finally we moved in our house before this house. So you, you were never there. We moved there and the basement was so big and it was so far. And I was like, I can't keep up with those windows. <laughs> I'm too tired. I'm too scared to go down there. Oh but yeah. I even used to check my walls for ventriloquists. <laughs> you know what a ventriloquist is? Somebody who can sit there and they can throw yeah. their voice. A so, wall. A wall. So, so how do you check a wall for a ventriloquist? You do a swipe. <laughs> you do a swipe across the wall and make sure it's not a human body. It sounds so irrational, right? Oh, I'm just trying to tell you the fear. Really? Uh-huh. So you thought somebody had just a camouflage outfit? Because it was and they a said, movie. It's when a stranger calls back, and it's a movie. And he, all, there's this wall, and all of a sudden you see him in his eyes. Doom. And then he walks out of this brick wall and he had painted himself like the wall. Ask any of my friends from high school. They know all about my irrational fear of the ventriloquist. So you go swipe walls. (laughs) (laughs) So listen. So So that's when it becomes anxiety. I mean, my gosh, that fear is so irrational. And it's actually very paralyzing where you're rechecking, you're rechecking and... I had to do a lot of mental work to get Mm. over this irrational fear of being kidnapped, being killed, being attacked, being raped, whatever it was, that I just always felt like I was just right around the corner from being attacked. And I have to like, okay, I have to trust my instincts and not be like, I mean, come on, just sort of that inside voice and and being aware of the actual odds of that thing happening. Like people have a fear of flying. Mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I say, okay, well, but how many airplane crashes have you been in? Of course, of course. It's it's like my sister. It's the unknown. Yeah. She lives in fear. And I told her, I said, the possibility that something will happen is there. So if you're if you're too scared, for example, elevators, mm-hmm. she's scared going into elevators that they will get stuck. And I said, okay, does the fear measure up to the possibility? The 100,000 times you need to take an elevator and you're going to be taking stairs, which is actually more healthy, of course. But just as but an not example, mentally. No. The, reason, the reason yeah. is not. The reason is wrong. She does it because out of fear. <laughs> so I said, you're going to do thousands of thousands of steps in your life, just avoiding the elevator that probably is never going to get stuck with yeah. you in it. And if it does, there is a solution to get out of it. Mm-hmm. So the solution for the fear is probably way easier than running with the fear yeah. or living, totally. you know what, hiding yeah. from the fear yeah. all the time. You can't and, out, that's the tricky thing is it's an internal job oh God. and you can't outrun your yeah, own yeah. fear. It's mm-hmm. not something like, oh, well, I'm not going to go to that area where this particular thing is happening. It's like, no, this is all happening internally. Yeah. 
And so you have to do the work on, okay, you know, one of my favorite shows I used to watch all the time is Dr. Phil. Okay. And I used to, I used to work out on the bike. My kids would take a nap and it was my, the middle of the afternoon and I watched Dr. Phil. And his question to these people who have these, you know, family problems or irrational fears or bad habits is he always says, and how's that working out for you? you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is kind of a question I ask myself. Okay. For example, I used to be very scared of being in taxis, of just traveling. It's that unknown. And now that I've had so much experience with it, I'm like, man, you can see. I mean, I've seen you grown in the last eight years yeah. that we know each other from such a, I, I, I have to be careful what I say because it's not really, you were but not narrow very, minded. No, but, but very you, sheltered, yeah, very protected. Very protected. Yeah. And you only knew one world where yeah. now you know the whole world. And now you're talking to your friends where your friends go, oh, should you go there and be careful? And what about that country? And you go like, oh, that yeah. country is just no. very normal. <laughs> and no, everybody's different. Everybody's but, different, but you find the same type of lifestyle that you're totally. living is being lived all over the world. Absolutely. And there are hundreds of worlds in this world and every single world has their own fears, yeah. own habits that we look at and we get scared of. So, so um, what Go ahead. I have a, a good little tool. Um, a, psychi- a psychologist Got it. was talking about how your brain is like you're in a boat. Mm-hmm. And your life is like you're on this path. And, yeah. and fears or irrational thoughts can be like little leaves that are falling from a tree above. Mm-hmm. And you have a choice whether you want them just to pile up and then you feel like you're sinking and then you panic because there's too many of them or you just sort of recognize it and then you can take it just one at a time. Yeah. You have a fear of this. Okay. Let me, let me own it and then let me remove it and kind of having that there needs to be some sort of like mental exercise that you do because you can be. You can have a fear of, you know, you have one bad relationship. You have a fear of another bad relationship. How many times have people who their spouse has cheated on them, then they're constantly like on the attack of their new yeah. lover mm-hmm. because that fear is yeah, yeah, paralyzing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like you got to look at it as traveling the world. When something bad happens somewhere in a country, and you see that in documentaries, if you go to that city, it's very dangerous. You Locked will up get, abroad. Yeah, you will get robbed or you get in prison in some kind of country. And it, it you create that fear of going to any other country. Yeah. Or you're scared of anything that is out of your own city or your own country. And you have to look at love, friendship, um, work, as traveling the world. Yeah. It's not because something went wrong in one country, all the other countries are the same totally. thing. So you have to learn to fix the fear yeah. before you get anxiety and it causes you stress every single day in your life. Totally. And <clears throat> we learn to do that. We have to do that because if we would live in fear, we wouldn't be traveling the way we are now. Yeah. And we wouldn't be the person we are today. It's so true. And and just kind of bringing it full circle to the coronavirus. <laughs> you know, you have to also take mental checks on what are you fueling your 
mind and like your spirit with. Mm. And if you're constantly reading things and listening to things that sort of ignite this fear and this negativity, then you have to take your ownership in, in it and what you are allowing and being aware and being fearful are very two different things. Totally. And you can be aware of something, but then you can also go down this deep, deep rabbit hole of reading all the fears about it, Yeah. which you got to be able to like check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. I'll say that again. With Check that hoodie. yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> Actually, this is very cool because we talk about this in our online training. That's and we're right. super excited because we're actually working so hard. We've been get- just waiting for the day where we're like, you guys, it's almost ready. It's ready. It's ready. I mean, we've been talking about this on our podcast for a couple of months now. Yeah. Get ready. Something's coming up. <laughs> We've been talking about it since December yeah. and we got good news because now we're flying to Salt Lake City and it's the beginning of March. So whenever you're listening to this podcast, it doesn't really matter, but just letting you know that probably in a couple of weeks, the end of March, yeah, um, it's finally <laughs> happening. Our new website and our e-learning, our online learning totally. is going to be ready. So with that in mind, actually give into the fear. Don't go anywhere. Stay home and you can learn <laughs> everything yeah. online at thefunroad.com. Totally. We're happy with that virus yeah, because exactly. now everybody's staying home and is going to download <laughs> our podcast and download our e-learning. So we want to thank you again for listening to our podcast. And if there is somebody who you're kind of thinking of while you're listening to this or while you're mm. watching it on YouTube, then go ahead and share it. <laughs> and think about your fear. Is yeah. your fear something that you're aware of or is it causing you stress and anxiety? And if it does, fix it. Yep. Fix it. Be in charge. You are the one who's in the driver's seat of yep. your life. And with that, make your life a fun road. And don't forget that. Hashtag, Hashtag my, my fun, fun road. Big kiss to you all. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.